Thank you to Sideways 8 for sponsoring this podcast. From Susan G. Komen, this is Real Pink, a podcast exploring real stories, struggles, and triumphs related to breast cancer. We're taking the conversation from the doctor's office to your living room. If you've ever received a breast cancer diagnosis or know someone who is experiencing breast cancer, you know it takes a village to balance the rigors of treatment with the obligations of life. While you may receive support from friends and family, it can also be helpful to connect with others who have gone through or are going through similar experiences with breast cancer. Today, we have a special guest, Titus O'Neill. Titus, thanks for joining me on the show. Can you share a little bit about your story? My name is WWE superstar Titus O'Neill. I am a proud graduate of the University of Florida. I am a proud son to a mother that had four sons, a single mother that raised four of us under some very unfortunate circumstances, but uh, being able to uh, live out those circumstances has given me an opportunity to have a better perspective of not only who I am as a man, but what I'm capable of doing with others when uh, when we all work together as a team. And so I do a lot of work in the community, both the Tampa Bay Area and beyond. Most of the things that causes that I get involved in translate throughout my life and with uh, experiences that I've had with various issues and causes, both inside and outside of WWE. And uh, one of those is, is breast cancer awareness. So this partnership is near and dear to me simply because my grandmother, Gloria Brown, passed away from breast cancer in 1995. Uh, it was a heavy, heavy blow to our family. And especially to me, because my grandmother kept me involved in sports, wanted me involved in sports, loved sports. It's funny, you know, now in 2019, I am a WWE superstar, which is something that me and her enjoyed watching on television when I was a kid. And so this, this partnership and work that we've been able to accomplish with Susan G. Coleman, not only from an awareness standpoint, but also from a fundraising standpoint, has been not only exhilarating for me as well as many others, but I also have met some very uh, phenomenal people, both men and women, uh, through this process over this last few years uh, with this partnership. So very excited to be on the podcast and uh, very fortunate that I have an opportunity to be a guest. We're we're really glad to have you, Titus. It's really an honor to, to chat with you today. Can you kind of recount for us a little bit what was most helpful to you and your family in terms of balancing the rigors of treatment with kind of the life obligations as you, as you sort of walked through that process with your grandmother? Well, we didn't have many resources. So, you know, I come from a single parent home. So the, the resources as far as counseling and, and treatments and things like that, we, we literally were getting bones of all of that. So it was very trying on our family, very trying on me in particular, because like I say, my grandmother was was very, very close to me uh, when so many others thought that I would be lost in the system or lost in the sauce when it comes to uh, being a productive citizen, because I had, was a kid that had a lot of uh, issues as a kid with my behavior and my attitude and, and lack of respect. But the one person that I did respect the most uh, was my grandmother. And so when I got the news about her being diagnosed with breast cancer and then having to go through the process of really kind of seeing her pass away very quickly once she was diagnosed. There was no time that 
she had a real fighting chance. Hmm. Yeah, that's really tough. I, I can I can only imagine how difficult that must have been. And, and you know, related to that difficulty, uh, can you talk about like some of the the helpful and meaningful things that people can say or people can do to support someone or support family members of someone that has breast cancer? Well, the thing I've come to find is that most of the time it's the person that's suffering from breast cancer that's given all the words and wisdom and, you know, and uh, so I would just always constantly reiterate to the families, uh, the friends that, you know, this is a moment for everybody to come together, come draw closer together, uh, not only for that loved one, but for other people that may be suffering from various issues especially uh breast cancer in particular because you have a loved one that you're watching go through this process that's why people get involved with the runs that's why people get involved with the walks that's why people have pink bra contests as guys and all sorts of other events because it is personal to them and so when you uh have the opportunity whether it be a, a, a loved one or a relative of your own or somebody else's uh, it just draws people together instead of breaking them apart. So you never would have wished or hoped to be a part of, but you're very thankful and grateful that you did. That's right. That's right. I, I, that's really well said. Uh, so last question uh, for you here. What what advice would you give to people that are diagnosed with breast cancer or have a loved one that's diagnosed with breast cancer related to sort of balancing life with treatment and routines and things like that? I will first and foremost try to tell them, you know, I, I'm a big man of faith. Always, you know, whatever your faith is, you know, try to grow stronger and closer with that relationship with that faith. Uh, that definitely can help get you through knowing that, you know, you have the ability to kind of think and, and will your yourself out of some situations just as much as you do. Worrying, you know, worrying will never help the situation whatsoever. You know, whatever you did before you were diagnosed, continue to do that. one it keeps you sane and keeps your mind young and keeps your body going very beneficial to yourself as well as others if you were working out before you were diagnosed continue to work out if you love to cook continue to cook urges the people around you that hey you know even though this person uh has been diagnosed they it, it hasn't this diagnosis hasn't stopped them if anything it's motivated them to do more and so take that diagnosis, not only for the individual that got diagnosed, uh, as, a, as an opportunity to grow, but also have an opportunity for people around you to grow. Try new things, you know, try, you know, doing things that you said, you know, at one point you, you didn't think you could, try them, you know, because the reality of it is, is that if, if you allow anything in life, whether it be breast cancer or some other tragic incident, or diagnosis hinder you from living the most gracious life you possibly can, then you've already put the handcuffs on and say, all right, I've had this diagnosis, or this person is being diagnosed, you know, our time is limited. Don't say that your time is limited because it's not. There are many, just as many people that are diagnosed, you'll see numerous cases of others that were diagnosed, beat cancer, numerous times and unfortunately yes there have been that have not conquered the fight but the relationships that were built because of that person and the money that was raised the awareness that was raised the understanding of what, what types of breast cancer someone can have or not have 
uh, the treatment options, et cetera. Like, it's an educational opportunity for everyone, too. So breast cancer has never been, for me, it has never been the end-all, be-all, the diagnosis when that person's gone, you know, and now you have to pick up the pieces and, and, and figure out, you know, how am I going to move on without this loved one, friend? How am I going to help others around them, the kids that are left behind, the husbands that are left behind, the brothers, the mothers, etc.? How am I, the individual that did these walks, the individual that did these fundraisers, the individual that stood by his or her bedside, um, you know, helping her, feeding her or him or whatever it may be for this extended period of time, how am I going to move forward? And I think a lot of people draw strength from seeing people that have went through the fight. And uh, if there's a beautiful part of this situation, that will be it, that that, uh, that people do become stronger. They come, become stronger in their faith, they become stronger in their mind, and some of them become stronger in their bodies. That's right. That's right. Wow. That's that's really well said and, and fantastic. Well, Titus, this has really been great. I really appreciate your perspective and, and just kind of giving us a, a glimpse into your own personal life. And uh, thanks for taking a few minutes to share that with us today. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me on. Thanks for listening to Real Pink, a weekly podcast by Susan G. Komen. For more episodes, visit realpink.komen.org. And for more on breast cancer, visit Komen.org. Make sure to check out at Susan G. Komen on social media. I'm your host, Adam. You can find me on Twitter at AJ Walker or on my blog, adamjwalker.com. Thank you to Sideways 8 for sponsoring this podcast. We all want to break through the noise on the internet and stand out. Sideways 8 is a digital agency on a mission to improve communication through marketing. Whether they're working with tech companies or national nonprofits, Sideways 8 helps you showcase your value while making it easy for people to find you. Sideways 8 services include website design and development, website care plans, digital marketing strategy, branding and messaging, SEO, pay-per-click advertising, and more. To learn more about highlighting the work your organization is doing, head to sideways8.com slash Komen. That's S-I-D-E-W-A-Y-S, the number 8, dot com slash Komen.